You are now listening to Yoga Bliss with Shelly. Welcome to Yoga Bliss with Shelly, where you can be your authentic self, my friends. I am your yogi friend, sister, mama of three, and life healer, Shelly Bond. Hello, my dear friends. Today's episode is surrounded on the fear of failure. Why is it in today's day and age, there is so much fear of failure? Well, join me today and let's really dig deep into this notion of what failure is and what it means and how we can allow ourselves to let go of things like the feelings of failure, which no longer serve us. Hello, my beautiful friends. How are you? How are you doing today? Today is a day, one of those days, it is a beautiful, crispy fall morning. The weekend has just subsided. I have dropped all three of my children off at school. And these feelings of failure, these feelings of resistance and moments seem suffocating. Have you ever felt these feelings? You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? The feelings that we haven't accomplished the things that we have needed to do or the list, the endless list, my friends, of all of the things that we need to do. And the voice of our ego, our inner critic, tells us that there's not enough time in the day that we can't do all the things that we want to do. That nagging inner critic, my friends, that is that voice I had read a couple years ago, Michael A. Singer's The Untethered Soul. And in the first two chapters, it's so incredible because he dives into the the voice inside of our head and the inner roommate, which is just the ego self. It's this nagging voice that's always telling us the things. It's telling us we didn't do what we needed to do, that we have failed, that maybe it's too scary to succeed. This voice inside of our heads, my friends, that I have recently been able to notice. It's something my entire life I never, I never really recognized and I didn't even realize, which you might not either, but let me give you a little mind blow, is that we get to choose our thoughts. Isn't this crazy? This is what, as you have heard me speak of as Louise Hay, one of my greatest spiritual mentors, says that we get to choose our thoughts. And every single thing happening in our life is because of our thoughts. We are here in this moment today. I'm here sitting on my meditation pillow cushion, talking to you on this podcast while my kids are in school. All the things that are going on around me, about me, are because of all the thoughts I was thinking. Same goes for you. Even though in moments, it may seem super hard to think of, I didn't think this, I didn't want this, I didn't want these things, but they're here. But the thing is, my friends, is when we can start to become the noticer of our thoughts, as I have just been tapping into this, and you can too, that we get to choose our thoughts. And with that said, I allow you to allow yourself to simply root here into the moment. Because I know, especially with this topic of fear of failure, there may may be a lot of nerves, anxieties, overwhelm, stress, All the things might be piling up. So today, wherever you are, if you are driving, I encourage you to still keep your focus on the road because, hello, keeping safe is what matters. If you are in a space where you can allow yourself to find that seat of your choice, whether it's your sukhasana, that crisscross applesauce, 
the easy pose, which can feel easy in moments, and it can feel a little uneasy. Maybe it's the butterfly. Maybe it's simply sitting in a chair and allowing your feet to rest onto the earth, allowing yourself to just settle in with a nice breath, breathing it into that heart center, allowing it to expand at the ribs and sighing it out, breathing in a big breath all the way low into that belly, filling that belly up big and plump and allowing it to dissipate letting go of the notion that our midsection might be a certain way and wanting it to be big and plump, big breath down into that low belly and letting it go. Allowing yourself with each breath, inhaling into that heart center to let go. As we are, as of now, in the season of fall, Imagining a rooted tree, imagining yourself sitting where you are, and with the inhale, breathing in a big breath all the way that radiates all the way down deep into the sit bones, and shooting that breath down low into the earth, envisioning roots growing, allowing the roots with the exhale to shoot deeper into the earth, and allowing us to be the noticer. And envisioning our torso as a tree trunk, this big, sturdy trunk. Maybe it's thick, maybe it's thin, narrow, crooked, knobby, whatever it is. Allowing you to fully accept yourself, accepting your body with the inhale, letting it flow. And allowing yourself to accept yourself and love yourself just the way you are. And envisioning your arms as branches, your head, your hair, or these invisible branches, and envisioning all of these leaves surrounding you with the inhale, flowing out with the exhale. Continue carrying on with your breath as you visualize these lush green leaves surrounding you. As summer has been here and it has passed, it is now fall. It is time for us to see the tree within ourselves to notice that this shifting of seasons, these cold breezes, blowing our branches, blowing our leaves, allowing our leaves to just care free, like to just change, allowing the leaves to go golden or amber or tan or beautiful burnt red, allowing our leaves to change and transition and allowing with each exhale, allowing yourself to let go of something which no longer serves you. And maybe that something could be the fear of failure or maybe it's failure or it could be resistance, allowing yourself to open up to that intuition, to that third eye with the exhale and allowing yourself to imagine these cold breezes blowing and allowing those leaves to just to fly and to swoop and swirl around you and allowing yourself to be a little vulnerable, to be exposed and allowing yourself to simply be who you are and love yourself 
knowing that how you are, my beautiful friend, is perfect. Where you are on your path is exactly where you need to go. Allowing that voice inside of the head, the ego, the inner critic. Allowing yourself to pause in between the thoughts. Grab onto the space between the breath. And letting it go. And within, telling yourself something that you need to hear. Something in a positive present tense. So if your inner voice likes to say, I'm afraid of failing, you could say, I look forward to success. I am success. If that voice likes to tell you that I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm stupid, I'm not good enough. It's I'm beautiful. I'm brilliant. I'm more than good enough. If that voice likes to tell you whatever it likes to say, choose to make it a positive present tense, beginning with I am, the two most powerful words spoken in all languages, in all of humankind. Breathing in a big breath into that heart space, into that trunk, glowing your light. And allowing those leaves to blow and letting go of what no longer serves you. And completing this with three more breaths at your own pace. Good job. You can do it. Become present. Become here. Let it go. You can do it. I'm here with you. And you can keep the eyes closed if you wish, or you can gently bat the eyelashes open. And now here we are. We're here in this moment. We're present. We're as Eckhart Tolle likes to say, we're here with the power of the now. So with the power of the now, coming to these feelings of the fear of failure. So maybe for you, just tapping in, what does that mean for you? Maybe it's time to start asking big questions. Where does the fear of failure come from? Does it come from us or is it a subconscious programming? Is it a thought that was embedded from generations ago? Is it a thought that was from our grandparents, our parents, our aunts, our uncles, our siblings, our teachers, our doctors? These feelings of failure, my friend, they don't come from you. All of these thoughts, they are not ours. Thoughts are merely energy just coming and going. And thoughts, this is something that is so crazy, are from the collective consciousness. So the collective consciousness of people think that they're not good enough, think that they're going to be a failure. They think I'm stupid, I'm fat, I'm, and there's a lot of poverty mindsets too. All of these thoughts are just thoughts from the collective consciousness. But when we can slow down, when we can do things like practice yoga, when we can practice breath, do you know what we can do? We can shift and raise the conscious vibration of the planet. We can, as my favorite quote, ever in the entire universe is be the change we wish to see in the world as Gandhi showed us we can choose to allow the fear of failure to go we can choose a new thought so just as we did in our mindfulness practice 
we can choose the thought of, I choose to strive for success. And being a success and being a failure can mean whatever you want it to mean. So when the feeling or the thought of fear of failure comes up, what arises for you? Does it, do you get feelings in the throat, tightness in the throat? I get a feeling of a tightness in the throat, or I've been getting this ping in my shoulder, just like bing, bing, bing. And I notice that my inner critic likes to self-sabotage me. It's something as simple as, so I do a yoga vlog on YouTube, and I've had it for two years. It's called Yoga Bliss with Shelly, and I, yours truly, am the star. Not really a star, but I'm, I'm just sharing my love for yoga. I took my teacher training about two years ago, and I started this vlog prior to that, and it originally was called Storybook Sisters, and I did it with my sister, but it didn't work out, and that's okay. The thing is, nobody gets to choose our worth. And even though I love my sister so much and I've tried things with them, and just because they didn't work out, it doesn't mean that I don't have to stay on the path. So I continue doing my journey with Yoga Bliss. Well, I turned it into Yoga Bliss, I should say, and I started recording. And as you might know, if you have ever embarked on anything like that, you get lots of feedback, not lots, but there's those few people who like to critique and, and then it makes our inner voice tell us things like, oh, I'm not doing a good enough job. I should just quit. Or recently I produced a video and when I was editing, I accidentally made it too bright and someone said, oh, you need to just re-record that video because it's too light and we can't see what's happening. And I decided to reproduce the same video, change the lighting, and as I checked in on these people, I noticed that they have no content on YouTube. They haven't ever put out a video and poured their heart into a class. And I had to choose that I'm not a failure because something didn't go right, because my video is not perfect. My heart is in it, right? Because the reason why I'm producing these videos and sharing yoga and even doing live yoga right now is because I want to share to help people grow. I want to help people know that healing is within them. It is not within the outside external ex experiences and appearances of what we think that life is. And something also that has been really just boring into my mind is rejection. And so I have been writing, I have written three self-help spiritual books and I've written, oh, probably 20 children's picture books. And so I keep, I'm on this path of submitting to literary agents and, and getting published. And when you get those rejection letters, it does, it gets you. And I've had about a little too many to count, like at least 70. But do you know what? Even though I've been rejected that many times, guess what? I'm still writing I'm still holding my vision in my mind because when I write, my friends, I feel free. Everything stops, like time, space. I will be in my books and I feel like I could cry, burst out crying because I read and I think, oh my gosh, I wrote that? And the thing is, is yes, I wrote that, but I feel like it's coming from something higher, from the universe, from the divine, from source energy. I just... I know that I'm being guided to writing these books 
And I have to trust that the universe works on divine timing. That just because I have these ideals of what it is that I think that I need to be doing or that I've already supposed to be succeeded or I see other mentors of mine who have published several books and have very successful followings and all the things, my inner voice likes to tell me I'm a failure. Yet, the only person, my friends, we can compare ourselves to is us. So stop the comparison game now. It has to stop here and now. We must only look to ourselves and see, where was I two years ago and where I am today is huge growth. And even say you've had a really rough two years and you haven't been growing, know that we can only start where we are, which is right here. So we have to also realize that we have to stop procrastinating bettering ourselves because I know I have came from a very long line of procrastination. Hello, all of school as a kid, I grew up in about, oh, like over 49 houses when I was a kiddo and my family wasn't in the military. We just traveled a lot and I really got skipped over in schooling. There was a lot of things I missed, as you can imagine, going to two to three different schools a year growing up. Teachers couldn't keep up in different schools and different zones and different states. They were all in different levels. So there's there's certain things that I missed out on that even now as a grown 36-year-old woman, I feel incomplete with. But I decided, my friends, it is not up to excuses. It's only up to me. And if I want to learn things like, guess what? I didn't know how to do long division. Yeah, isn't that crazy? A grown woman, you use calculators. I didn't know how to do long division. And people would giggle and think, oh, that's funny and cute. She can't do long division. It actually really bothered me. And it created more of this self-limiting belief of that I'm not smart enough or good enough. So guess what? My super amazing, super smart, math savvy businessman husband, Rex, taught me how to do long division. And he would he wrote equations. This happened, this was only probably a year ago. And he would write little equations because my kids, I was doing homeschool with them last year for the first three months of the year. And we were doing lots of writing equations. So I was like, I can't teach my kids things that I don't know. So my husband taught me long division. And it still is a little bit of a uh, a mind twist, but I'm I'm opening up to learning new things because this mind doesn't have to stop when we were in elementary school. This marvelous mind of ours, my friends, can learn anything. Just like another one of my awesome leaders that I love to look up to is Rachel Hollis. She did not go to college. She has a multi-million dollar company. I think it's called Hollis & Co., she started designing her own line of clothing. Her husband now works for her. She puts on amazing women conferences with hundreds of women. She is such an incredible inspiration. And she didn't go to college. She learned everything on her podcast. It's called Rise, R-I-S-E, um, with Rachel Hollis. She also has one that's Rise Together with her hubby, Dave Hollis. But she is such an inspiration because she is also showing us that you don't have to have all the degrees and the licensing to be the person that you want to be. And something else that is so important for us to learn is that we 
as humans, we are not defined by our jobs. Whether you have, so I have a sister and she works at Costco and I have been telling her that you are not defined by yourself as a Costco worker. You can choose to be a different person outside of that. You can choose whoever it is that you want to be just because maybe you are in a certain place or maybe feeling stuck or stagnant in your career does not mean that there's not opportunity for you to grow. When we feel stuck and when we keep doing the same thing over and over, yes, we're going to be stuck. But if you at all in your heart feel like you want to grow, you can grow. You can be or do whoever it is or be whatever it is that you want to be, no matter where you are, no matter how old you are. You don't have to stay stuck working in a retail space if that doesn't make you happy. But if that makes you happy, if you feel good about yourself, if you genuinely love the people that you work with, love the customers coming in, then do that. But always strive to grow, my friends. Because I worked in the hair industry for 14 years as a hairstylist, which at the time I loved. I loved connecting with my clients. I was super into the scalp massage. It was kind of like my time to to give healing and relaxation to my clients. And I was more of a color expert and color was my jam. And I really, really loved coloring hair until one day I didn't find myself enjoying it. And I used to have to work to help support our family. But in the past two years, my husband embarked on a journey where he started his own electrical contracting company. And at first it was scary and we were not financially sound. So I had to go to work and I, I had to help support our family. But here we are all two and a half, almost three years later. And my husband's company is thriving And when I began taking my yoga or when the ideas, I'm sorry, came to me about taking my yoga teacher training and just all of these things kept flowing to me about yoga and that somehow that I could help people on the insides. I could have this idea that instead of working on helping people feel beautiful outside, I had this idea to help people feel beautiful and love themselves inside. So these little ideas, they sparked and it came to fruition. The universe aligned, even though my husband at first was like, no, I don't want you to stop doing hair. I want you to keep doing hair. We could use that extra money because obviously we have three kids. We can always use extra money. And in a matter of four days after I had a deep, talk with one of my soul sisters, Stephanie, she told me, you are the only person who gets to decide what it is that you can and can't do. And at first it was a financial thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it and the time with the teacher training. And guess what? The universe aligned. I asked for signs inspired from Gabrielle Berenstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back. And I asked the universe, okay, universe, if this is right for me, I want to see an ohm symbol. If you haven't seen, it's like that figure, almost like a loopy figure three that loops around to the right hand side. It's this beautiful, beautiful symbol. And I want to see a lotus. And if this is the right choice to end my hair career and go into this new journey, then show me these symbols. And within 
The next day, I was watching my sister's daughter, Maeve, and who is the same age as my five-year-old, and they were born six months apart, cutie patootie pantses. And my sister shows up at my house, and open, when I open the door, she drops this necklace with an ohm symbol. I immediately get these tingly goosebumps that just rise from my feet all the way up my spine. I get these crazy, I call them like my angel wing tingles up my my um, but behind my shoulders by my my scapula. And I said scapula, I might have just made that up. But I get these tingles right back by my shoulders and I got them like crazy and they shot all the way up to the top of my head and then my, my eyes teared up and I told her in my meditation, I asked the universe for, for a sign and it was an ohm symbol and you're bringing me the ohm symbol and this is telling me that my path needs to lean tear towards yoga. And so I did, I, I got that sign and then I was like, well, I haven't gotten the Lotus sign. So Later that day, I was making tea, one of my favorite teas ever, the Yogi brand tea. If you haven't had, I highly recommend going and getting yourself the Yogi tea. It is this incredible tea. Every little tea bag has these lovely little quotes that I am um, such a sucker for. I love the quotes. And there is an asana pose. And they just are, it's just a feel-good brand. And I love the green um, kombucha. It's my favorite. It's my morning. Wake me up. Allow me to feel energized and feel peaceful and calm. And it just has these beautiful floral notes and it's so yummy. And so I was breaking down the box because I had just had my last one. And I mean, I had broken down those boxes like at least like 27, 30 times. And I break down the box and lo and behold, inside of the box, my friends, what do you think it is? A lotus. And there was a lotus. And again, I started tearing up and those tingles went all over my entire body and it was like yes Shelly doing this is right and so I embarked on my teacher training with my husband's full support and I ended my 14 year hair career which was bittersweet and I had some clients crying saying I don't know who was ever gonna do my hair and I said you will find someone I know that you will and I I sent them my love and so looking back at that I succeeded in that right I did something and now here I am and I'm sharing and I'm doing this vlog and even and this also this podcast and even if there's going to be feedback and you always hear there's going to be those haters or those people that are going to push us to grow knowing that it's okay it's okay to fail a little bit and it's okay to succeed a little bit and this quote that I have been seriously living by since I began my rejection letters with my my books is rejection doesn't mean that I have failed. Rejection only means that the other person didn't see what I had to offer. So knowing, my friend, that there is no failure when you try. So if there is something that has been on your heart for a while, if you have this desire or to grow, or maybe you just feel stuck. Maybe you feel like something in your life has to change because maybe you're like Eckhart Tolle in the beginning of The Power of Now when he felt loathsome and deep agony of his life and he felt like he wanted to commit suicide because he thought to himself, I can no longer live with this person anymore. And in this like light blast, this enlightened moment, 
he had this thought, if I cannot live with myself, maybe there is two of me. And he thought, maybe the self and the I are two different parts of me. And he woke up and he saw everything clear. He saw the edges of the cups. He saw the silhouette of light beaming through the window. He looked around and he saw everything as if it was for the very first time. And knowing that how we choose to see the world is merely a perception. So we can perceive the world as good. We can perceive it as bad, as happy, as sad, as angry, overwhelmed. Burp, 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 burp. We can allow ourselves to surround ourselves with whatever it is that we want to. And knowing that where our attention goes, energy flows. So if we are constantly drawing our attention to what is bad and what is negative, that's going to grow and it's going to multiply. But if we are putting our attention and our focus into what is good, seeing the successes in our life, then we will feel great. But we have to stop comparing ourselves. We have to stop thinking that we have failed at things because we are only sabotaging ourselves, my friends. It's so frustrating as a mom, as a person. It is just all around frustrating to just know that the collective consciousness feels this way. So knowing that we can truly shift from that failure mindset, from that fear of failure, into just embracing and going with the unknown. Because my friends, life is beautiful. And when we open up, beautiful, amazing things happen. And even when we're feeling like we can't do it anymore or we can't go another day with ourselves, maybe like Eckhart Tolle when he peeked his eyes open after he had that enlightened moment to just see what is good, what is working, what is it? All the good, it's all around you. My friends, I love you and I am so grateful for this opportunity to be sharing what is in my heart and I just, I truly feel blessed and knowing that when we can open up and be our vulnerable, authentic self, when we can share all of the deep-seated shit that is kind of trapped, not kind of, that is trapped inside, that we can just grow. We can grow and we can, like those trees, we can let things go. So as we are, if you are in the West, I'm in America here, it is fall. So if you maybe are in a different country, you can maybe imagine fall. Just looking to the trees and wherever you are in in the world, in the whole universe, wherever you are in your life, we can always look to nature because nature is showing us so much. And with this transition of the leaves changing and blowing away, allowing yourself to see those leaves blowing. And every time you see leaves on the ground and maybe you see a giant cluster of all these leaves, what is it that you can let go? What pile of just grossness of negativity that is not serving you, what is it you can open up and let go to? Because I can guarantee there is something within you that's holding you back. In the really big ones that Esther Hicks says, the lowest vibe feelings are resentment and guilt. And those the resentment and guilt 
are just bringing us down. But when we can let those go, when we can reach for a higher vibe feeling, like feeling grateful or feeling content or knowing that we are a success in our life by changing our thoughts and putting new thoughts in, that we can let that go. But knowing that creating a new habit, right? We've all heard this. It's been like everywhere the rage for the last like forever, five to 10 years, is creating new habits. We can create new habits, right? 21 to 45 days creates a new habit. 21 to 30 days. Well, knowing that you cannot just create a new habit. You have to let one go and replace it. So whatever it is, so like we were talking about, whatever those self-limiting beliefs are, I'm not good enough, I'm not blah, 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 all the horrible things we say to ourselves. replace it. Choose a new thought. And I will always, always be preaching this because I practice this every day. I am a huge advocate of affirmations. Affirmations and mantras are, they are how we can change our life. Because as we spoke of when the episode first began, with our thoughts, we create our reality. So do you want this thought? Do you want these feelings to manifest? If you don't, choose a new thought. Choose a new feeling. Choose a new way of being. We can choose to move the fear of failure to a feelings of success and love. Because, my dear friends, love is what life is all about. I am so grateful for you. And today, I hope that you can truly open yourself up to letting go of what no longer serves you. I hope that you can... Allow yourself to become the noticer of those thoughts, of those self-limiting beliefs. And today, choose to create new habits. Replace, replacing old yucky thoughts with new thoughts. Or replacing something that is not serving you with something new. Like say you maybe smoke cigarettes. Hmm? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you could try replacing that with holding a pen, holding a pen in your hand. I never want to admit this ever, but when I was 18 to 20, I smoked like a banshee because I thought it was cool, right? Everyone did it and it was menthol cigarettes and yeah, it was just what I did. And then I decided that I was going to stop smoking when I went to hair school about a million years ago. I mean, this was so freaking long ago, like 17 years ago. And everyone in hair school smoked. But guess what? I was quitting smoking. And I think one time on one of the breaks in between clients, I stopped for a cigarette break with the other girls. And it tasted like dump. It was so disgusting. And I was like, and I wanted to throw up in my mouth. And I think a few years later, I went to this huge Aveda hair conference. Um, I forgot what it was called, but I used to work for Aveda, this huge corporate, really wonderful amazing place to work for. And we went to a hair conference and all the girls were drinking one night and I had a cigarette and I threw up in my mouth and I was like, I will never smoke again. So what I started doing was I would hold a pen in between my fingers because my habit was I had to hold a cigarette, right? I needed this oral fixation. I had to have something in my mouth. So I would use a pen and I would hold it in between my fingers and I would put it in between my teeth I put it in my mouth and then I would just, I would even practice like breathing. I would fake smoke and what I was really doing, right? I was really just breathing air. So replacing an old habit like smoking with holding a pen, breathing air, replacing a little habit of maybe 
eating fast food with swinging by the grocery store and making a better choice of food. Maybe instead of having the soda, choose a water drink. Instead of that second cup, third cup of coffee, pick a water or pick a tea. Pick something a little bit lighter and healthier. Maybe instead of that that wine or that beer drink, which I'm not saying not to drink, but if it's something that you make a habit of to do every night, to maybe putting a cap on that, saying, I'm only going to have drinks on the weekend. And during the week, I'm going to cleanse and detoxify my body. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to drink tea. Or I'm going to find a new lovely drink that makes me feel good, that can allow me to just be myself when I don't have to alter my state of being, right? I love you, friends. And today, let us choose to allow the fear of failure to go because you are worth it and you are a success. And no matter what the voice inside of your head or the self-limiting beliefs are telling you, you are good enough. You are smart enough. You are a success. You have already succeeded. Here in this moment, my friend, you are beautiful enough. You are good enough. And I accept you just the way you are. And I hope that you can do the same to yourself. I'm so grateful for you. And head over to Yoga Bliss with Shelly on YouTube and check out some of my free yoga videos. They're there just shining my love and light. And leave me some good reviews. Thumbs me up. Subscribe to my channel. All the good things. It means the whole universe to me. And it helps me grow this and share with a wider audience. I love you, my friends. Keep being you and allow yourself to just be your authentic self because you are an incredible being. I am beyond grateful for you. We'll see you here next time. Love and light, friends.